time now is nine minutes past ten, and we move on to our next guest. Very exciting. You know, we've had the AfriMax, the production of AfriMax, which features innovation and art and creativity as a series, and we've spoken to a number of the individuals who are featured, and today we have Mbongeni Butelezi on the line, and he has an innovation that is brilliant, um, and we're going to find out all about that, and of course Mbongeni Butelezi has one of the episodes of the Afrimax series, features his innovation, his creativity, and his his brilliance in terms of creating. So, without further ado, I want to say Kalimera, which is good morning, and Kalosorisis, which is welcome. Thank you, Mbongeni, for joining us. How are you doing this morning, sir? Well, good morning. Good morning. Thank and, you. And thank you so much for, um, you know, a wonderful um, introduction. Thank you. And, Great. Um, and thank you so much for, for giving me an opportunity to talk about my work. Yay, yay, lovely stuff. So, um, you know, in Greek, there's a Greek word, ekpnefsi, which means inspiration, but usually it's something that comes from um, perhaps the ancestors or, or the, the universe. And when I read your story, I thought, you know, this, this soul was, 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 was really connected to the world. So, without getting um, too many details yet, I wanted to ask you, Mbogeni, to take us on the journey of this discovery or this innovation of the plastic um, and how it got there. So, over to you. Take us on the journey and then we'll get more details. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you so much. Look, um, once again, thank you so much for the opportunity um, okay. to sort of share yes. uh, uh, my story with with, uh, with with your audience. Thank you. Um, it all actually started in 1991. Um, right. When, yes, when I was um, a, a student. Yes. Uh, in Soweto, in one of the uh, community-based institution called Funda Center. Funda ah, I know Funda, yeah. Excellent. You know, I mean, I, I, I still regard myself as one of those artists who were lucky enough, you know, to interact, um, you know, work with really great artists. In yes, yes. Uh, because if one would remember well, in the 80s, yes. it was hard. Very hard. Oh, my God. Almost impossible. Uh, it was almost impossible. And I mean, with the political situation, that didn't really help at all. Correct. Um, you know, it was it was really a situation where one was exposed to a lot of things. Right. As a young, um, you know, South African, you know, yes. I, I had this desire, you know, to become an artist one day. Right. And if I'm honest with you, you know, I it came from when I was still... I think around seven years old, eight years old. Yes. So we're at school. I mean, you'll remember in those days, you yes. know, where we we used uh -huh. to do a lot of drawing. And yes. Our science classes and, and social studies and all of that. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I was doing a lot of work for my uh, fellow classmates. Oh, and, I see. <laughs> okay. And, and I got disciplined <clears throat> quite often. You know, with my teacher, you know, say, I know it is you who are doing drawing for everybody in class, yeah. Because, you know, everything seems uh, similar, you know, all the drawings look similar. And, um, and and for me, you know, that was really the beginning. 
of realizing that wow. um, at some point perhaps maybe this is what one could pursue you know as a career one day wow and, gosh and it's so interesting because you, you know at the time remember I mean in my case I didn't even have any role model yes you know, sort of uh, referred to or, or say look this is the person who actually inspired me you right. know, to come this. it was just something that that just came from sure. it was just natural it just wow. came natural you see sure excellent it, you know teachers themselves you know didn't know what to do with with the kind of uh, <laughs> that I had at the time yes. you know that I, in 1985, you know, I decided to say, look, um, I needed really to take this thing seriously and, and, and pursue yeah, it. And right. I, I went to Fundas to, to join them. Sure. And then the discovery of the using the this plastic, if you can explain more details to us, please. I, I, think, I think that was also through the struggle. I mean, the struggle that came um, through lack of resources. Yes. yes. Um, you know, one would really understand that art is not a a, 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 a cheap career. Not at all. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very expensive to really study art. Um, you know, because all these materials, your oil paints, your canvases, uh, it's very expensive. Right. And but of all, that doesn't guarantee that the work will 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 sell. You know. Right. And it also doesn't guarantee that whatever that will come out of those materials will at some stage make sense. And this is exactly what pushed me towards saying, you know, I don't have resources. Yes. Um, but I still want to pursue this dream of mine. What can I put in I have to and find a way, yeah. I, I have to find a way. Sure. Otherwise, you know, I'll be, you know, me, no. like many more other young South Africans who just, you know, disappear from thin air. Yes, you know? yes. Um, so, you know, that is why I, you know, at the college, at Funda, we had a small shop. You know where yes. they were spreading all sorts of stuff, dreams and all of that, and they would just throw all these plastics next to our studio. Right. And when okay. I saw these plastics, I saw these beautiful colors. You know, something kept on knocking at my heart. Yes. Wow. What, what can you do with this? You know, because all these brilliant colors, you know, all these beautiful colors that you could possibly dream of, yes, are just there. And one day I just went down the stairs and I collected all of those, you know, a few of those, put yes. them back in the studio, and and I started generating ideas from, from really nothing Jeez. because I didn't know how to utilize these these things. You know, I'm sticking with these things now. You know, the colors still look great, yes. but what I do out of that, wow. you know, this is what pushed me towards you know trying several things. Gosh. So bring us up to date today 
um, where you are based, how do people follow you, how do they see your work, how do they buy your work. And of course, Afrimax has got one of the episodes focused on your journey, right? Yes, yes, right. indeed. And, and I think, you know, now that you have also brought up the Afrimax, you know, I think it's also an opportunity for us as African artists in general, you know, to sort of, um, you know, make sure that we are seen somewhere. And I think the platform that has been provided to us, it is something that, that needs to be encouraged. Absolutely. You know, it needs really to go deeper because we are in the continent where we have a huge potential. Huge, you know? yes. But you cannot, um, you know, uh, be able to unearth the talent if it's not seen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, I've been working with plastics for 30 years, for 31 years. Wow. Well, since I discovered it in 1991. And at the time, even the term recycling never existed. Huh. Yeah. No? Exactly. So uh, it, it's something that really mm-hmm. started to to to, to work uh, positively for me at least t- fifteen twenty years ago. But um, you know, people can sort of get more information and get uh, get to know and understand my work more on my uh, social uh, yes. Instagram. Yes. Um, um, uh, arts, um, and I'm also on uh, Facebook. Uh, also as right. I think people can be able to, to actually reach me and, and, and get more experience hmm. of my work. And so in when is your episode do you know when it's being being aired? No, to be honest I haven't uh, really received that information but okay. I was um, I was made aware that the case, you know, if it if yeah um uh, Yes. To be shown or to be flighted, you'll be out. Yeah, yeah. What a wonderful, th- what a wonderful thing to have um, available to to watch and to share. Um, I, I'm looking very forward to using them even in class. You know, to to take each episode and say, let's look at this, let's study it, let's analyze, and then there's the podcast as well, which is great. Very. Where are you based um, now in Bongeni? Where where are you working from? Oh, okay. I have a private studio in Boisin now. Aha, uh-huh. uh, okay. Where I actually uh, work, because somehow my work is, is very big. So I, I require also a space where space. I'll be able to, uh-huh. yeah, a, a bit of space. So I'm, 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 I was lucky enough, you know, to actually have the studio in Boisin. Right. Um, where I can really work as much as I want, I can work overnight if I want to, or yes. I can work even very late, you know, which is what I wish every artist can do. Of course, of course. You can make your work freely. Yes, yes, and not to live in any fear and be free, and also just to, if it's the time, because when that light comes in your heart and mind, you you, you can't go and sleep, you have to finish this, it's happening now. <laughs> It has to happen, and I think you know very few people would understand that. You know, that is why sometimes I find it very difficult to explain. Yes, my work. Yeah. You know, I can't, I can't interpret emotions into words. You know, <laughs> lovely stuff. Um, I have one more quick one, please, Mugeni. Do you do you teach people? Are you teaching any or run workshops or anything like that? Oh yes, you know I try and assist as much as I possibly can. But um, you know what I usually do every time when I have an exhibition or 
or any kind of presentation. Yes. So I make the point that I offer an opportunity to those who are willing to Wonderful. know beyond what they see on Wonderful. the board. So I put up a small workshop um, and I've had so many um, children coming to of my course. studio for workshops oh, for their wow. all of that. So I'm fairly open to making such arrangements mm. to, 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 to those who are interested. Great. That is great joy, I'm sure. I can just see you there with, with the youngsters around you. I think you love that as well. I think so. I love it. But <laughs> you, know, you know, people don't know. I, I, you know, we learn so much from this. Yes, children. yes. You know, I, I think one of the days where, you know, adults or elderly or old, old people like myself, you know, always look at kids as empty vessels. Yes, I, I, yes. We come from that kind of we do. school where you, you go, you wherever you go, if you are young, you know nothing. <laughs> it's the you know, other way around. <laughs> now it's the other way around. We get so much from our children, and yeah. this is what should happen Absolutely. more and more and more. Wonderful. Oh, lovely, lovely journeys and inspiration and light. That whole thing of inspired and inspiring. I mean, we've got work to do here, and you're doing work, and that part of it is giving it, sharing it, and the youth, and they come there. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. Gosh, we, Bugini. We, yeah. we are the mirrors of the society. Yes. We have to reflect on what is yes. happening on the ground. You right. know, I mean, we can't run away from it as much. No. I mean, yeah. we are somehow uh, role models, and we are ambassadors for our country exactly. and for our people. We have to be, and the people will come, the, the the universe will send those young souls to you. You'll see, oh, that is what I believe. So, oh, it's been an honor talking to you in Bungeni, onwards and upwards. Thank you very, very much, and I'll get the podcast to you guys as soon as it's published. Thank you, Bungeni. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All the best, man. Onwards and upwards. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye.